At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. They took a, a scolding hot piece of metal and placed it on their skin. To where it's burnt for forever. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna show. Like if people think, if people use that as far as like uh, building a brand, are you doing it to the point where it's literally burnt into people's minds? Like to where they. Right. Because you know, people be like, oh, you know, I don't wanna be posting all the time. I don't wanna <laughs> be talking about my stuff all the time. But you gotta be to the point of. DJ Khaled level of annoyance for it to stick. Hey, yo, everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're only thinking of 100 racks, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that with just one digital product in my business. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I missed out on because of information that I did not have. And I don't want you to go through the same thing in your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your own IP, your own intellectual property, knowledge and information that you already have, create digital products and digital assets with it. Not only that, but I'm going to teach you the entire framework and system and system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, Stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and join the masterclass. It is completely free, but spots are limited, so take advantage now. I'll see you on Thursday. Welcome to another episode of It's Crowded at the Top. I'm your host, Aston CEO. I got the voice of God on the other side with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know my, uh, you know who the... Brand, 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 brand. Mm-hmm. If we look up, if we look up, if we look up the definition of brand, let me open up one of my favorite apps, the dictionary app. <laughs> Some people's arch nemesis. <laughs> but, oh, man. The kind, grade, or make of a product or service is indicated by a stamp, trademark, or the like. Definition number two, a mark made by burning or otherwise to indicate kind, grade, make, ownership, etc. I want to go with that number two definition. Mm-hmm. It says a mark made by burning or otherwise to indicate kind, grade, make, ownership, etc. It's like you from Texas. Mm-hmm. When you when you brand the cow, the cow, yep. Thank all the thank a thank of some of our Greek brethren. Yep. I got some. I got some homies and some friends. Excuse. They they literally branded themselves mm-hmm. with the Omega Sapphire. Mm-hmm. They they took they took a <laughs> a scolding hot piece of metal and. Placed it on their skin. Yeah. 
to where it's burnt for forever. Mm-hmm. It's always going to show. Like if people think, if people use that as far as like uh, building a brand, are you doing it to the point where it's literally burnt into people's minds? Like to where they... Right. Because you know people be like, oh, you know, I don't want to be posting all the time. I don't want to be talking <laughs> about my stuff all the time. But you got to be to the point of DJ Khaled level of annoyance for it to stick. And look, I'm going to tell you where my brain went. My brain went to not even just about knowing and burning the, the knowledge of it, the quality and what people know you for. I thought about if you build in the wrong type of brand and people know you for that, that's going to stick too. It's going to stick regardless. But it, but it can be a good thing. Oh, yeah, of course. But I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, Waffle I'm House. Saying, oh, oh, yeah. You talking about like that. Okay, I got you. Yeah. No, no. There's some, brand, there's some brands that built themselves on not being the best and people go there expecting and wanting it to not be the best. Right. Yeah, I can't. Waffle I House. I don't trust a Waffle House if it's clean. <laughs> nah, really. Nah, honestly. Like, I know that's a joke, but honestly, if it, if I walked into a Waffle House that was clean and pristine, I would feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I'd feel too franchisey. And we'll Waffle House is like cool. a part of like where I'm from, where I grew up. Like Waffle House is a is a it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've been I've been seated at a Waffle House. And it's literally a brawl going on like behind me, and I'm just sitting at the counter enjoying the like <laughs> enjoying the food. I got I got SNL did a skit last weekend, a Waffle House skit. I got I gotta send it to you, bro. Starts, starts. Shout out, to, shout out to Larry Starts. Starts. I remember Starts had a a it's either a picture of a video. There's literally a melee going on behind him. He's sitting there like this with the like, what's up? We in Waffle House, like, like nothing's happening. Yeah. Like we used to joke, we used to joke like if the cook don't got at least two felonies, we don't want making the hash browns. <laughs> uh... Waffle House tried and true to me, and I know a lot of people know it as like the. Late night spot. But I'm saying, nah, I'm coming up. I'm going Waffle House. 10.30 a.m. Yeah. 2.15 p.m. I've never 4.30 had, p.m. I've never had Waffle House before midnight. 7.15 p.m. 7 a.m. <laughs> like, it's like, I've been to Waffle House. Like, I don't, I don't just know it as a late night. Oh, that's a, that's a, a I'm 15. I got $12. All right. Instead of rallies, I'm going to Waffle House today. I got $12. I don't got five. Right. And you can still Boy, get it Waffle smothered House. and covered and flipped and dipped. <laughs> yeah. <Hey. laughs> smothered, covered. So what is it? I what just give smothered, covered. What, um, I be forgetting because I don't get I don't get the most with all my hash browns. Yeah. If I get anything, I just get maybe cheese and onions. Mm-hmm. I think that might be uh, uh, covered and covered smothered. Stuff. I don't know, <laughs> bro. I, I, at the most, I get cheese and cheese and onions. You try to say it to so it can come to you. 
Yeah, because one of them, they be throwing chili on it and all that type of stuff. And yeah. But but that but that's their brand, right? They've been able to build a successful business off of the joke of it not being the best. Mm-hmm. Like, like I really think that could like that could work for people too. Like if they say, uh like say if like you know what could really work for Pepsi? If they said something like, we're okay with being number two. That would like stick. And I know Pepsi don't need my help or nothing. Like they've already established. But I'm just saying like that would be a thing where people would be like, hey man, number two. You know what Pepsi actually did though? Because Coke got it. Coke got it. Yeah, for sure. But if you know Coke's actual, you know, I like people, like, I'm not a, I don't know if you call it soda or pop. I know I I say pop, people be like, you call it pop? I'm like, why does it matter? <laughs> yeah, because you go somewhere, like, you talk to a certain person in the age, they're going to say soda water. But I'm just saying, why do people, pop, what is pop? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's soda. Yeah. It's soda. <laughs> like, That's like weird. the bottle's. The bottle says soda pop. You say soda, I say pop. What does it matter? Collaboration, guys. But um, now people that drink pop, they'll say like McDonald's Coke is like better. Mm. It's like facts. Mm. Like McDonald's has a different Coke than anywhere else. Oh, for real? Yeah. And why McDonald's is, is the only McDonald's is the only place that Coca-Cola ships the syrup to versus everywhere else they ship the pop to. Mm. So McDonald's so that's is why like I they be, mixing it so that's, in the store. It's, I mean, it's in the pure. Mm-hmm. It's pure. It ain't stepped on. It ain't stepped on. It's a brand new. Yeah. It's pure. It's that blue magic. Mm-hmm. So they get the syrup and they make it at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So that's why people be like, man, that coat's better, it's stronger, something like that. It actually is. Yeah. Shout out to McDonald's for pulling that off. But but what Pepsi did, Pepsi doesn't like Coke got majority of the market share, right? Mm-hmm. The only places that I know there's some people that like drink Pepsi, but for the most part, thing I know you don't really drink pop like that either. But if you was at a restaurant and you asked for Coke, and they say oh, we don't got Coke, we got Pepsi, or they say we don't got Sprite, we got Sierra Mist, mm-hmm. or something, right? Mm-hmm. That'll be because they got some kind of contract with Pepsi. They only sell Pepsi products, just like McDonald's only sells uh, Coke products. Like McDonald's, Chick-fil-A and stuff. That's why you get orange juice for breakfast or something at Chick-fil-A. It's simply. Because mm-hmm. it's a Coke product. Right? So what Pepsi did was they bought the rights to... Um, they bought. They started buying restaurants just so they could put their product in there because not as many people was buying it. But they already know that people go to this restaurant. That's why you'll see a Pizza Hut, Taco Bell together. Mm-hmm. So they start buying these chains, and then it was like, instead of spending this money here, let's combine the two and then put our products in the store. Mm. 
So that's why you was ever go to Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. It's like, why are these two restaurants together? Right. It don't even make no sense. It was a play for Pepsi to make money. Mm-hmm. And they sell the, the Pepsi products in there. They're going to have Sierra Mist instead of Sprite. They're going to have Pepsi instead of that. It's going to have the, the Mountain Dew stuff. Right. Do the do. That's yeah. smart, though. That's smart. I'm over here thinking of how, like, how that could be implemented on this Yeah, scale, so I'm like, yeah. Shoot. Uh, by creators. Oh, you know, and you know what I, um, I actually, speaking about that, I've been thinking about buying pages. So yeah, buy a shout out page. Yeah. Shout out to my boy, uh, Tejan. That's what, that's what he do. Mm, mm-hmm. He's making money off, off of IG, um, reaching out to shout out pages to pay him. He flipped the switch. He's like, well, if I reach out to them to buy him. Mm-hmm. So now, say this one particular shout-out page he owns, he profits off of it, but it's also a free marketing source for him because he don't got to pay to get on the page. Right, right. But I'm saying you could, on on what you do, I said buy a creator. I'm saying, like, instead of uh, doing content, uh, do partnerships. Mm -hmm. I do all your content for free, Everything you sell, I want this percentage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. say somebody that, um, that's what some of these ad agencies are starting to do. So instead of just wanting to be somebody's client and getting a, a pay per month or a pay per month with some type of revenue share, they turn it into profit partners. Mm-hmm. Just flat out. Yeah. I so heard. yeah, they may take they may take this much money and no matter what, like we partners. Right. Like Yeah, old buddy had mentioned I heard him say something like that recently. Uh I be I always forget his name. Uh don't shout he, him out. I'm I ain't shouting out people as much, nah, but I know nah. who you're talking about. He's uh in my I just started noticing the people I be watching and all these people is way bigger than me and they be saying, Yeah, this guy told me. Why are you talking about me? Just say my name. Yeah, I don't understand that, bro. I don't get I do. it. I'd be feeling like Ross when he'd be like, when he was talking about the likes, and they free. It's free to give. It does, but if if somebody's, what they're thinking, if somebody's in their lane, and you're telling something that you you you're telling the source of where you learned this stuff from. Why wouldn't that audience that's listening to you on something that on a platform that you've paid over ten thousand dollars to appear on? You're gonna use you're gonna shout out somebody else on this platform that you've paid a lot of money to, telling where you got this game from. Why would they come to you? They gonna come look a person like me. I'm looking for the source. Yeah, but I feel like so I ain't knocking it. If some, if I know for a fact somebody paid twenty thousand dollars to get interviewed on a podcast, yeah, say this guy's told me this. But why though? Because a rising tide lifts all ships, right? So like, even that's if, my mentality. Everybody know, don't think like and, that. But I'm just saying it out loud. So like, 
even if, because my way of thinking would be, even if they go to the source, which is you, then you, in return, you don't, you're not obligated to, but you, in return, be like, bro, I appreciate the love, and then now there's a relationship, and then now when you put in, and you're in a position, the relationship's to, already there. We already got the relationship. Well, that's so, how they learned it. Well, so so that's so that's even more of my point. I ain't you know, saying they saying that they saw some content and something like no, I told them something. And that's my point. That's e- that's even more of a reason why. So I'm not like, expecting them to pay twenty thousand dollars to be a guest on a podcast, and they're promoting what they're they're promoting something so they can make their money back to sit there and say that everything that they're talking about that they learned they learned it from me. That's a waste of twenty thousand dollars, bro. But nobody's saying everything. If somebody says, if somebody already has said, this guy said X, Y, and Z, you're already saying that I learned this from quote unquote guy. But when the but when the what this guy said is literally the best part of your interview, I'm not gonna name drop. When you just spent twenty thousand to promote yourself, you didn't spend that's twenty thousand of free promotion for me. Could tell they ain't had nothing on the line. You're not gonna do that, bro. That's common sense, bro. So what's the point of even saying this? Guy I'm not gonna said, pay you twenty thousand dollars to record somebody else's videos. But but what's the point of saying this guy said? Is that does that not affect? Bro, if your I spent twenty thousand dollars for anything, I'm not saying nobody's name. This is mine. I paid twenty thousand dollars <laughs> to get on this podcast that everybody thinks people sitting here. And these podcasters just got these relationships with these people, and that no, this is your one opportunity to be on this show. Yeah, I think I think my my way of thinking is you like, you 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 pay you you pay the prices that some of your clients have paid on to be on some of these shows, and see if you gonna ever talk about somebody else when you when you up there. I I I I understand what you're saying. I think like. I don't. I feel like I think my gripe. It's easy to it, say what you. It's easy to say what you're course. saying right now when you ain't paid the money to be on the platform. Of course, of course. I. I just you gonna get up there and talk about another videographer? Hell no. <laughs> Maybe that one. That one particular show that you've been up there with some of your clients. It's like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars. Hmm. You gonna get up there and talk about somebody else in your space that does what you do, and that's what I was about to say. So it's so if it ain't if it ain't somebody that you're in competition with, then it's cool. Yeah, I'm saying we in the same lane. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So it's a no no if it's the same lane, but if it's like if you if you mention a quote from Mike Tyson, you can't. It makes sense. Yeah, ain't nobody going to buy no. Everybody know Mike Tyson. It's like paying for a commercial to to promote somebody else. Hey, come on, man! Which they did in the Super Bowl. That's why. That's why Calvin Klein got pissed at LL Cool J. Oh, for the Fubu joint. Yeah. Or was it Calvin Klein? No, it was, or was Gap. It somebody else? Gap. Yeah. That's why Gap got mad at LL Cool J. Like, bro, you shooting a Gap ad? You gonna you gonna shout out Fubu? That's the same. That's the same as that thing. 
These people, they're paying 10, 15, 20, 25, $30,000 to be on a podcast. They're not going to promote somebody else. This is common sense. Or maybe it ain't it, maybe it ain't common to the people that ain't sitting there and gonna gonna pay somebody's yearly salary for a forty five minute, not even forty five minute, because the most expensive one, you're not even getting forty five minutes. Right. You're getting twenty. Fifteen minutes. Twenty minutes. Twenty five bands. <laughs> nah, you better make it all about you. That's why I said I don't, I don't feel no type of way about it. Man. Now, if it's something, if it's something like uh, where you were saying, where you caught something a couple weeks ago, where he was like, "Yeah," and then, and then I did this guy's podcast. That's different. That's his free platform. That's just a quick name drop. Nothing's gonna happen. He's not spending all this money promoting himself. That was just a quick little blip. That's why I be name dropping everybody on this. Hundred band, hundred band, hundred band, hundred band, hundred band, hundred bands. Everybody has a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands, not realizing that six figures goes all the way up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want you to go through the same thing on your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can create and scale digital products and digital assets. But not only that, I'm giving you the entire framework and system to take your own intellectual property, your own IP, getting in the right system to scale. And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. So go ahead, click the link, and join me this upcoming Thursday for the masterclass. See you soon. I might say, uh, man, you know, Joe Schmo, he taught me this, this, and that. Let me go pay 25000 and I only got 15 minutes to talk. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you what the game is. I ain't telling you where I learned it from. Yeah. That's just like, and, and I've been listening to a lot of rap lately. Because, you know, I told you I don't listen to, I don't listen to much rap anymore. Pretty much, period. I ain't been listening to music much lately. I've been just Education. watching YouTube videos or audio books and mm -hmm. podcasts and stuff. But... The mode that I'm in, it's like now it's like rap. Like I listen to rap for something. Mm. So I'm like in one of them modes right now. I was listening to Victory Lap the other day. I was like, man, Nip, Nip really didn't waste a word mm -hmm. on the album. So I'm like in that setting, you pay $10,000, dollars 20000 dollars $25,000 or more to be on a podcast. You can't waste a word. Man. And some of these podcasts that people are paying to be on, the podcasters aren't good interviewers either. So you still got to not waste the word, take control of it, and make sure that you get what you need to yeah. get out. You got to interview yourself. In the interview, too. Mm -hmm. Thanks for somebody going to be shouting out other people and tell where they learned stuff from. Oh, y'all, uh, blah, blah, blah told me this. Y'all should go check him out, man. He's a great guy. Nah.
I see. I I I, I understand. I understand. Man, come on, man. It's like it's like if uh, it's like if um, uh, what's a I had some. I'm just having a brain for. Anyways, no, bro, I, but just take I, back. I, I, Nate, I was. I was about to say, I it, I just thought about how it would apply to me if I'm on like a a call to close like a new client or something, and I'm like, man, so and so. You gonna talk about how great? Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna talk about how great another videographer is. Yeah, so and so is dope. They do some good work too. You should go check them out. Uh... <laughs> you know, I learned. Yeah, you see, uh, or say you about to close something. They're looking at your work. Yeah, I really like how you did that. You know what? Um, this guy, he's the one that taught me that that aspect of it, man, he's great, man. He, yeah. did, he did that. I wouldn't be where I am now to him. Oh, let's go find him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. every, every podcast that somebody's a guest on, these bigger platforms, they're going to they're gonna direct you to some some affiliate link. Mm. That the link's gonna be down in the description to purchase something or text this number to blah 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 to get some free something where they're gonna and get you in their environment so they can sell you something later on mm. or sell you something on the back of that free offer or whatever. And you don't want to get uh, something that messes around and goes crazy and. Uh, and then introduce all these people that you paid for. Right. Introduce them to them for free. Right. Wall Street Trapper, never met him before. I just want to use him as an example because that's one of the latest interviews I've watched. He was on a breakfast club recently. Mm. You think he would go up there and promote somebody else on a breakfast club? Right. I'm sure he didn't pay to be there. I'm sure that's a relationship. Like I'm like Pretty much hundred percent positive he ain't paid to get on Breakfast Club. Yeah, but I'm just using that as an example. But it's still the same sentiment. Like this, this, yeah. this is the platform. This is the opportunity on this platform for me to take advantage of what I got going. Yeah, on. for for me. Yeah. yeah, you ain't gonna get up there and shout out other people. The only time that you would do something like that on a platform like that is if you're going to reap a bigger reward from the person. Mm-hmm. Like like forty eight laws of power type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like Drake, anything, any opportunity he has, he's shouting out Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. But it's only making him bigger. That ain't going to make you bigger on some podcast song about uh, these tips and strategies and tools that you're dropping right now to tell them who you learned it from. Right. There's a reason why I told you the last couple months I've realized as I dig deeper in knowledge and information on certain things, I'm realizing who the source was for all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I think you even told me a week or two ago, you was like, dang, like I could just went to the source. Mm -hmm. I would have just went to the source initially if this guy told me where he learned all the stuff from. Why would I pay you? Right. I could just go, I could just go straight there. Now the deeper I go, I realize he's not the source. He got everything from the guy I'm studying now. Mm. I tell you, I tell you a little bit as soon as we wrap up, just real quick. But the 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 real source of all this stuff, he only got two thousand followers on Instagram. Oh, for real? 
I've told you about him, but I didn't realize like how much of a source he was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's making more content to put himself out there now, but I'm like, ah, you the guy. Yeah. I was listening to him talking about one of his closing strategies. He was like, yeah, uh, I can't use that. I can't use that clothes anymore because blah, blah, blah went and wrote a whole book about it. And so everybody does it now. Because he learned it from me. One of my favorite entrepreneurial books, the author got it all from this guy that got 2,000 followers. Mm. So I go learn all this stuff. And I'm going on promotion. I'm running, I'm I'm gonna go pay Facebook fifty thousand dollars to tell all y'all who I learned it from. Right, right. In the ad. Uh, yeah. Hey y'all, look. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you how to do A, B, and C. I, I learned it from I learned it from this guy. Click the link. Yeah. Let's just go, let's just go get it from this guy. Yeah, like, wait, who? Wait, what? What's the name? You gonna watch the ad again? You write it down. What did he say his name was? Hey, yeah. <laughs> let's let let's let it play back one more time. What's his name? <laughs> yeah, nah, that's real. Nah, but the but the but the brand aspect of of the the burning in some. You know who I think is the most popular player in the NBA right now? Giannis. Dylan Brooks. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right now, yeah, you did say right now, yeah. Bruh, I refreshed the YouTube like I do every morning. I got my education stuff and my sports stuff be popping up. Dylan Brooks has been like a main topic of conversation like the past two weeks in sports. Yeah. And he's on the and he's on the team with with the the star, one of the stars of the of the NBA. Period. One of the faces of the league is going through a lot of negative drama right now. Negative press with John Morant. And Dylan is still holding headlines look, every day. Look, in the ESPN 30 for 30, we're going to find out that Dylan pulled Ja to the side and was like, I got you, bro. I'm going to get this heat <laughs> off you. <laughs> but Dylan's brand is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. No matter what, he's he's like... He's burnt that into the casual fan. Don't know who Dylan Brooks is, right? But an NBA fan knows Dylan Brooks, and he wears it, bro. To the you know, the NBA now is a fashion show. When you walk through the tunnel, mm-hmm. have you seen any of Dylan Brooks' outfits when he walks into the tunnel? I saw the one fit with the open vest, no no shirt, and the short shorts. That's the only fit I've seen. It even looks villain. <laughs> it looks Stone Cold Steve Austin. And who was Stone Cold? The villain. Dun, 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 he was the dun, heel. And in, in wrestling, in wrestling and stage plays, they call they call the antagonist the heel. Mm-hmm. He's taking his he's taking his his brand of the heel and he's doing it at all times. Off court, on court, whatever. Yeah. And I was always a fan of Dylan Brooks because I don't watch much college, but he did catch my eye when he played for Oregon. See, I, I for one, he for one, just anybody. My favorite number is twenty four, and it's it has nothing to do with Kobe. Like I was wearing twenty four before Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like twenty four is a it's my favorite number. He was wearing twenty four at Oregon. He he played hard. 
he's not a scorer in the league now, but he was scoring. Like he could not not score and make it to the league. Right. And then it's like he get to the he get to the league, and he was like a productive two guard, like scoring. Now he's more so just defender. Mm-hmm. Versus, because I remember 2K, I'd go score, hit some threes with him and stuff. But but I'm like, and he still got headlines today, because I don't know if you saw or not, they played the Mavs yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He the wanted jersey. the jersey swap with Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie gave him his jersey, and Kyrie didn't take his jersey. Yeah. I'm like, that's... That's disrespectful, but just think of the jersey swaps. You're usually swapping the jerseys with somebody that you either look up to or somebody that's pretty even with you. Mm-hmm. Think Kyrie's mind, it's not even like he's not even, he couldn't fathom taking Dylan Brooks' jersey. Yeah, yeah. He's probably like, oh, you want my jersey? <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. That's like, did you hear about the story with the, uh, like one of them soccer players, bro? LeBron sent him a jersey. And then the dude autographed it and sent it back to LeBron. (laughs) He's like, like, oh, this clearly has to be for Bron because, like, (laughs) I'm him. (laughs) He sent that joint back. It had to be, like, Messi or somebody. Man, bro, I got got to remember who it was. Or Ronaldinho or something. But I was like, man, that's that's an amazing story, dog. (laughs) And And then Kyrie's excuse, when they asked him about it, Kyrie was like, oh, yeah, I didn't even see that till." Post game, he's like, my mind was just on like the next mental task. I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> like, what are you thinking about to get like the game's over? You dapping people up. What is going on in your brain so much that you you're focused on the next mental task that you weren't even thinking of it? And then he said this. He said, Yeah, maybe next time I'll get it, but not today. Mm-hmm. Maybe next time I'll get yeah. Kyrie don't get it. Cause think he could have taken the jersey. Thrown it away, nobody would have known. Nobody would have known, yo. Kyrie, Ky- and, and, Kyrie was fibbing. He saw him with that jersey in his hand. He just ain't <laughs> want that jersey. He like, bro, I'm him. You Dylan Brooks. Like, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang it up next to next to my Kobe and Bron. <laughs> Dylan Brooks. <laughs> oh man. But but why I love Dylan Brooks and he's he's one of my favorite players. Because, because he has he has like a um, he has an illogical confidence, mm-hmm. and you need that. Like it makes no sense why you're as confident as you are. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have that illogical confidence, he would not be in the NBA. Exactly. Like people don't understand how how much that how much that can take you. Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Dylan Brooks honestly thinks he is the best player on the floor every night, mm-hmm. and his teammates, John Moran. Mm-hmm. Line up against Kevin Durant, like, oh man, who? Right. Easy work. They say he like that in practice too. So he was like that from but day he's, one. He's 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 like that. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like that, or you won't make it to the league. That's why it's cool for me to see the the things with Draymond Green and them 
button heads all the Because Draymond Green got the same illogical confidence. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wouldn't have made it to the NBA. And wouldn't have turned into who he turned into and first ballot Hall of Famer off of averaging like seven points. First ballot, like easy. Like not even a, ah, like. It's not even a discussion. Yeah. Multiple all-star appearances. Defensive player of the year. Four-time champ. And was on the precipice of a finals MVP, <laughs> unbeknownst Not, to me. Which you didn't believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what series was I watching? This man was going off. <laughs> like if he ain't if he ain't hit Braun, if he ain't uh hit Braun in it and the questionable area gets suspended, man, that one that Draymond Green would have been that would have been another knack on on Steph's. Armor, like, dang, Iggy won the MVP, then Draymond won the MVP? It wouldn't even been close. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, that's the crazy part. And that's you going back and watching this and just looking at the stats. Yeah. So imagine if you could go back and, like, on YouTube or something, watch the game and, like, see it. Right, right. Because I remember it. I was like, what's it? Because like, we talked about it. I was like, bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's why I was talking. Because stats only tell a, a little bit of the story. Like a very small part of the story. That's why I was listening to... um, um, What's my guy on the books? Um, Drew? He, nah, he used to be on the Bulls. He's a role player. Used to be on the Bulls. Oh, Headband, dark skin. Oh, uh, um, Portis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bobby, can't think of his Bobby, first name. Bobby, Bobby Portis. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Bobby Portis on JJ Reddick podcast, <clears throat> and Bobby Portis was talking about the um, the image that the league had of him in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It was like bad teammate, whatever. Uh, empty stats is what he said. And I don't know if you remember, he was getting in, like him and his teammates was throwing hands and everything, getting suspended for fighting teammates and stuff. Yeah. But on JJ's podcast, he was like, at the time, the Bulls, that was their culture. Like, people was fighting every single day. Mm -hmm. Like, But he took less money to go to Milwaukee. Like, his agent was like, well, how about this team? Like, nah. He called Giannis. He's like, get get Giannis's number. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, I can help you win a championship. They wanted the next year. Mm-hmm. But he was like, nah, he wanted to get a better eye in the league because it was hard for him to do the things that he wanted to do in the NBA because he had great stats, but they but he, his team sucked. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all the coaches, all the general managers, everybody – all the basketball minds was like, mm, he got good stats, but they empty stats. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to go to a winning culture to show like he can help a team win over getting like right. 18 and 18 and 10 or something, mm-hmm. 17 and 8. So but I'm just like that that brand, like he wanted his brand to be different, whereas Dylan Brooks has gone all in on like the brand of the bad guy. Right. So whereas he he dressing looking all he dressing looking like a like a a villain coming to the games. He's acting like one during the games. Post game, he's giving answers like he's a villain. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, that brand, like he's, and he's going to get other, he's probably going to, like say, say they mess around and have a deep playoff run or say if they, you know, I don't think they will, but if they messed around and, get, and won a championship, he would get like off the court opportunities as the bad guy too. Like, yeah, I, I think that's going to happen regardless. Cause there's, there's, there's definitely a place for his personality. Like, just think of, I mean, we know Charles Barkley was MVP and all this type of stuff, but it's the personality. And then the more and more Dylan Brooks' faces out there, the easier it's going to be for him to get to the bag. And I get but but we do have to, Charles Barkley was the second best basketball player on the Well, that's, that's why I said, that's why I said, I, I get, <laughs> yeah, but, but it's still a person, like, you know, just like Rodman. Like these, like like we talked about, polarizing figures. Mm-hmm. They win. <laughs> no matter what side of the coin you on, there's a bag for you. Yeah, but I was just I was just thinking of that brand, and I'm like, like Dylan Brooks, he's he's sticking by the brand no matter what. Mm-hmm. Everybody call him stupid. Shut up. You ain't won. You ain't won nothing. Uh, uh, they call him an idiot. Mm-hmm. Cause Draymond called him an idiot. So then uh, Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, uh, Chuck, and Kenny, they, they all said, well, I ain't going to call him an idiot. But it was idiotic mm-hmm. to say that, that. I'm like, what is what do y'all want him to say? That this team's better than him? Like, right. nah, he got that illogical confidence that. And outside of that, every time they do play them lately, I know it's only regular season, they've been smacking them. Yeah, for sure. The the other day when they played, they smacked the war they smacked the Warriors without job playing. Mm-hmm. Had Clay and all Clay the dudes sit there on, <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> we got four. Yeah. Which I think that's corny to him. Like, yeah, you do, but it comes a time where you gotta lace them up and play, bro. You can't. Yeah. You can't just always go on the past performance when they they beat you by twenty points every game. Yeah. Uh, but we got. <laughs> yeah. But what you do tonight, though? I can at least talk talk my shit today. Right now, yeah. That's sign of a good man right there. Talk shit when it's gonna even score. <laughs> <laughs> That's my go-to for everything. Mike in the in the locker room with a cigar in his mouth and a baseball bat in his hand. <laughs> That's what I like about Luca too. That's what pained me. You know, my favorite players, I tell people, like my actual favorite players are Devin Booker, Kyrie Irving, and I really, really, really like Darius Garland for the Cavs. Mm. Hey, yo, most people, they have a six-figure goal, but they're thinking too small. They're only thinking of 100 bands. You're thinking too small. We need to be thinking big. <laughs> Six figures goes up to 900K. And I was able to do that in my business with just one digital product. But it's not about how much bread came in. It's about how much that I lost out on because of information that I did not have. And I do not want the same thing to happen to you along your entrepreneurial journey. So I'm hosting a completely free masterclass this upcoming Thursday, teaching how you can take your already existing skills and information that you already have, your own intellectual property, your IP, create digital products and digital assets with them. Not only that, but I'm giving you the entire framework, strategies, and system 
And system, S-Y-S-T-E-M, stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money so you don't have to go through the same pitfalls that I had to go through along the way. So go ahead, click the link, and register for the masterclass, and I will see you this upcoming Thursday. But book, the Suns and Mavs kind of got a thing, too, like mm -hmm. how the Warriors and Grizzlies got a thing. It really ain't the Suns and Mavs. It's book and Luca. Yeah. <laughs> it's book and Luca. They just and I, like I it. love it, man. I love it. Because Book be talking, and that's one thing I, I liked about when the Suns, like when Chris Paul first came and the Suns were like a contender, because I'm like, okay, some eyes are going to get on my boy finally. Mm -hmm. It's like he's him. Like yeah. He ain't just no shooter or nothing. like. Because his 70 definitely didn't get that same praise as like Donovan's and, and Lillard's. They were just like, oh, Book has 70. Oh. Because <laughs> they lost. And he's like 16 years old when he did. <laughs> <laughs> like, but still young. Yeah. Oh, bro, all of these dudes are young, dog. That's what's crazy, bro. The only the only person that ain't young is LeBron James. How old is Devin Booker? Like, I think MB just turned 29 or something crazy. Like, it's just Devin Booker's 20, Devin Booker's 26. Yeah, that's wild, bro. What were you doing? That's why when my my little cousin, he was saying his agent. This was just this might have been twenty seventeen. His agent was talking about getting them on some uh, NBA summer league teams. Like you, he was like, yeah, you'll be on the veteran watch list. He's like, veteran watch list? I ain't no vet. I said, yeah, you are. These are a bunch of of highly gifted kids out there on the mm -hmm. court, bro. And Anthony I think this twenty seventeen, not. I think 2017, if Devin Book is 26 now, right? how old was he, 2017? He's 20. 20, maybe, I think, maybe because I was in France. I was in France. I think he was 19 at the time because mm -hmm. he wasn't the example I used. I was like, Devin Booker scored 70, and he's 19. Right. Like, Giannis was like, he wasn't who he is now, but it was like you. Oh, yeah, for sure. I remember I was like, Giannis', Giannis, is, Giannis first All-Star game. I was like, oh, yeah, I love him. Because he was out there like, I'm coming for y'all head, bro. But these was the examples I used. I was like, bro, these they kids, bro. Yeah. At the time, he might have been, I don't know, he might have been 25, 26 or something. I was like, yeah, you come in as a rookie in the NBA at 26? Yeah, hey, you vet, dog. <laughs> like it's like like the league's different. One well, of my other favorite players is somebody I need to add to uh, SGA Shy Gizerset Alexander. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you know. I was talking about him in Kentucky. The oldest player on their team is like Stephen Adams, twenty five. I mean, not Stephen Adams. Why I say Stephen Adams? That's crazy. You got the old head, twenty five. And they're going to be tough because you got – they already may make the playoffs this year. You got SGA. You got that foreign boy. I'll be forgetting his name, but he cold. They got a, a person that could make – that could be the rookie of the year this year. And they still don't even got Chet Holmgren from Gonzaga yet because he missed the whole year. Yeah, trying to – yeah. And they could get the 7-2 kid from Spain – I mean, from France. Ooh. Next thing, 
Don't have Chris Paul looking at Thunder like, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. But that, but that, but that brand though, I'm just like, people need to stick, people need to like go all in on the brand. Like everybody that we see win, they go all in and you gotta be. Now I'm gonna start saying Dylan Brooks level of annoyance. I I always say DJ Khaled level of annoyance just because everybody knows DJ Khaled. People be like, man, why don't, why don't Khaled shut up? Nah. Man. Shut up for what? We the, the best. Another one. He's he going to stay in the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, but we won't, but most people won't even just, you know, just post consistently on social media. Yeah. Like Dylan Brooks will sit there and wear some coochie cutters and a, and a, Cowboy vest with some boots to to y'all gonna remember me because he knows he knows that's gonna keep him in the league longer too. Another one, Pat Bev. Pat Bev, none went. He went all in on people. Nobody, no NBA fan would know Pat Bev was like an amazing scorer. And then and then they be talking about uh, talking about uh, when he gets traded and stuff or let go from this team, and then he hops on his podcast and he be like, "Really? He's like, I'm a hundred m's up. They saying that I'm losing. <laughs> that part. The brand. So man, we got we got to stick with our brands. We got to go all in on the brands and be and be annoying with it." Regardless whether you got whether it's a a positive perceived brand or a negatively perceived brand, you can win with both. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're gonna suck at something, be suck the best. Pause. I was watching Wayne's Brothers, man. They they had a they had an episode where they was uh, selling a, a vacuum. And that, and he, not, not was it Wayne's brothers? Uh, yeah, it was Wayne's brothers. They had to come up with some something for this vacuum, and Marlon cut it on, and it sucked up something real crazy, and 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 Sean said, "Man, that thing really sucks." <laughs> and that was yeah, the thing, was like, the thing. Yeah. it really sucks. But the white dude took whatever. I ain't gonna tell the whole story, but I'm like, even something that's that can be perceived negative, it can be a positive for you. Just like Dylan Brooks, just like Waffle House, just like like we we spend on just like Cocaine Bear. They weren't putting out Cocaine Bear to make it be like it was gonna be this this Oscar worthy right. film and all this stuff. Right. It was like the bear did coke. What? Ah! And I went to see it because I thought it was going to be a sucky movie. Mm -hmm. I went and spent my money. So go go all in on the brand. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.